Welcome to Not Another Teen Drama, a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today. We're your hosts, Amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2009, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of Glee. Glee premiered on May 19th, 2009 on Fox, and it ran for six seasons. It follows a group of ambitious misfits as they try to escape the harsh realities of high school by joining a glee club headed by a passionate Spanish teacher. So funny how they add the Spanish part in there. That is one way to describe Mr. Shoe, for sure. You know, (laughs) like he never talks about Spanish class. Um, they did show him in this episode, though, like teaching true, Spanish. True. I think it comes up like once in a while in the first season, but then I feel like they drop it after a while. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about Spanish. It's all about the Glee Club. Yes. So did you, uh, what is your relationship to the show? Um, I think I've seen five out of six seasons. Okay. Um. Because this this show I actually watched from the beginning, like when it aired, like when the first episode aired, I was watching it because I was I was excited for it because I love musicals. <laughs> and then I think the final season happened when we were in college. So I think I stopped watching it when I was in college, but I had watched it like throughout high school and stuff. Yeah, I remember because 2009 would have been seventh grade for us. And yeah. I remember it, like, premiering, and I remember people were, like, excited about it, and everyone was, like, going to watch it, and I really wanted to watch it. And I don't know if I... I I must have, because probably had a DVR, so I think I, like, set the DVR to record it, and my mom was like, what's this show? And I was like, it's Glee, Mom. It's, like, singing and stuff. And, like, my mom went to, like, consult her friends, like, should Gina be watching Glee? Um... And she at she, at first she was like, I think it's a little bit mature for you. I don't know if you should watch it. Like maybe you could just watch the like music, like the music videos they post on YouTube after. Oh, and yeah. I was like, no, mom, I want to watch the whole thing. But you know what she didn't know didn't hurt her, and I watched it anyways. So you know, I mean, it, yeah, it was it was like a cultural phenomenon i feel like everyone was watching it everyone talked about it i loved it (laughs) when i was watching it and then i even went to um the tour you know how they had a tour (laughs) then i I went to it like for the second season and then it was just like live or something (laughs) yeah yeah like the the out like the loser like foam fingers yeah (laughs) they were selling those yeah and i remember um, cause this was still the time where you like bought songs on iTunes. So I would yeah. buy the Glee covers. I probably like, if I could get access to my old iTunes, I'm sure there's tons of Glee covers on there. Same. Oh my, oh gosh. my gosh. Yeah. I looked it up. Um, and it says that they sang more than 700 songs like throughout the show. Whoa. And 207 of them broke the Billboard top, uh, Hot 100. They actually, like, charted. I was like, wow. That's pretty impressive for a TV show. Yeah, I think this is, like, the first... Because, like, I did watch Make It or Break It live, but this was the first, like, big teen drama that I watched live where it was, like, everyone was talking about it and that kind of stuff. 
So that's it. And it's also crazy that it spanned like our whole high school years. Like it went from middle school all the way to college for us. I did just want to mention that like the actors are very old. Corey Monteith was 27. The youngest was Chris Colfer. He was 19. Another thing, I did watch The Glee Project, which I think had like three seasons or something. Was it three or was it only two? But that aired on Oxygen. I don't even know if Oxygen's a channel anymore. But I did watch that. And I remember they were like very specific about, oh, like you have to be 18 because of the like sexual situations that are on the show. Which makes sense. I do appreciate that they didn't have like a 30-year-old and then like a 17-year-old, you know? Like at least everyone was of age in these like, you know, because they potentially would date each other and stuff like that. Um, so, and yeah, Leah, Leah Michelle was 22. And you see, Matthew Morrison was 30 at the premiere and Corey Monteith was 27 and they were supposed to be playing teacher and student. But yeah, the rest of them were pretty young actually. So I guess it was just like a couple of the guys were, um, older. I just remember I knew like Corey Monteith was really old, um, for the pilot. But, and I also think Liam Michelle and Matthew Morrison dated before the show, which makes it extra weird. Yeah, I think I saw that. She's two, right? At the start? Yeah, she was 22, and Matthew Morrison was 30, and they dated before the show, which is, like, gross. Mm. So she was pretty young when they dated. Yeah, but I think, like, their personalities, I mean, I don't know them personally, obviously, but, like, makes sense like they're both kind of insufferable so like i feel like them dating makes sense right yeah like from the rumors about their personalities they're both yeah. kind of bad exactly <laughs> True. Oh, man. we just watched 90210 and in that one they were performing spring awakening which is a musical um and leah michelle starred um in spring awakening on broadway so it's kind of funny. She's a you know, little connection yeah. there. Should we get into the character breakdown? We have Will Schuster, also known as Mr. Shoe, played by Matthew Morrison. He's the Spanish teacher and also Glee Club teacher, I guess. Uh, well, he becomes yeah. that in this episode. Um He's just, like, very passionate about his students, is what is said on multiple occasions. Um, yeah, other people say that about him. Yes. Like, oh, you love kids. You're, you're so passionate about teaching kids. I'm like, is he? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. But, um, yeah, and then he's married to Terry Schuster, played by Jessalyn Gilsig. Um and they're, like, trying to have a baby. She works at the Sheets and Things. They're, like, in a weird place financially um, as far as, like... Because he's a teacher. She works in, like, retail. So it's, like, they, they want to have a baby, yeah. but their, like, finances aren't quite where they want them to yeah, be. Yeah, they say they're living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Like, money's tight. Yeah. Um... Then we have Sue Sylvester, played by Jane Lynch. I would say this is arguably the most iconic role of the show. Right. Like, yeah. she's very good in this role. I think the role is also very controversial. Like, the character is very controversial because of some, like, mm. future things that, you know, 
happen. Yeah, but uh, she does have like a lot of iconic lines. Yes. So people remember her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's the cheerleading coach of the Cheerios, which is what they call their cheerleader cheerleading team because they like compete and stuff. Um and she's just that coach, right? As of now. I think. She's a, Yeah, she, I don't yeah. think she's a teacher. She's yeah. not a yeah. she's a coach. Um cool. Then we have Emma Pillsbury played by Jama Mays and she's the guidance counselor at the school. She has OCD, right? No, I think she's just really afraid of germs. Okay, just kidding. And dirty Never things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so, so she you know, always has her little gloves and her little like sanitizing wipes, which also I was like, this is like V relatable in, in the now times of like COVID. It wouldn't be, yeah, it wouldn't be so strange if she did that now. <laughs> and then we have Principal Figgins played by Iqbal Theba. And he is the principal and the school's going through budget cuts. So he's very much like, no, we can't do this. We don't have the money. Um, then we have Rachel Berry, played by Leah Michelle, who wants to be a star. She thinks she's destined for the stage. And she's quite un- insufferable, even in episode one. Very over the top. Very self-centered. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised, because I know, like, Rachel's, like, the worst. But then I was like, oh, even in the pilot, they kind of set her up to be annoying. Yeah. I think she gets a little bit better. I don't know. Later on. I Yeah, I think she goes in and out. But I think her overarching theme across all seasons is annoying. But she has, like, parts where she's a little bit better. And then... Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we have Finn Hudson, played by Corey Monteith. Rest in peace. Um, he is the quarterback of the football team very popular yeah and after watching him for so long in glee and then suddenly he passed away yeah yeah very very sad then we have uh noah puck puckerman and he well he goes by puck um his name or he's played by mark salling and he um is also on the football team. I don't really know what he does. He's not the quarterback. He's something else. <laughs> a, his position. Yeah. But he's on the football team and he's a bully. He's a bully. Yeah. I mean, I guess Finn technically is also a bully, but he's like, like Puck's like actually a bully. And like Finn is like a hesitant bully. <laughs> like he's also he, like, goes involved. along with it. Yeah, he's involved yeah. in all the stuff, but he's like Puck's like the leader, the ringleader of it. Um and he yeah, he sucks. He's an asshole. Also, um Mark Salling has also passed away. Right. Then we Oh yeah, then we have Finn is dating Quinn. Um I don't know if they rhymed them on purpose, but whatever. <laughs> uh Quinn Fabray. No. <laughs> I remember that being like a thing. I was like Finn and Quinn. Okay. Uh, Quinn Fabre played by Diana Agron. She is like head of the Cheerios. Also uh, president or leader of the celibacy club, which I had forgotten that was like a plot point. I know. Yeah. So many things change like from the start of the season to the end. Yeah. I don't know why it's such a, I mean, 
odd now looking back. I'm like, what? <laughs> the celibacy club. I was like, what? Do high schools have that? I don't know. I don't know. My whole school was a celibacy club forced upon us. So I don't, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you. Um, but I guess it was just supposed to be like an irony thing. I don't know. Like. Yeah, I think like Glee takes a lot of stereotypes and then just amplifies them. That's so, true. Like we had a uh, Grace in Secret Life. Um, mm. who was also, like, a cheerleader and also, like, abstaining from sex and all that kind of thing. That's true. So maybe it's, like, a trope. Yeah, that is interesting because Grace was, like, well, like, very Christian. Like, Quinn isn't necessarily... I guess, like, it's implied that, like, if you're in the LSBC club, you're probably also religious. But Quinn isn't really... I mean, they don't... She isn't, isn't in this episode too much, but it's not really, like... I'm a Christian and I'm in your face about it. It's more of just like I'm abstaining from sex for unknown reasons, I guess. Right. I don't know. I guess we just have to assume. Yeah. But it's for religious reasons. I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. Um, we have Kurt Hummel played by Chris Colfer. We don't really get too much of Kurt this episode. But no, just thought he's bullied. Yeah, okay, we did see that. Yeah, he's one of the targets of the bullies. Fun fact about Chris Colfer is now he's an, he's an author and he writes like kids books. Oh yeah. Um, and my mom, my mom is a middle school librarian, and she said that like his books are super popular. Oh, like, like people, like kids love his books, and I was like, oh wow, good for him. Good for him. That's cool. Yeah. We have Artie Abrams, played by Kevin McHale. He, Artie uh, uses a wheelchair, and he's also one of the uh, targets of the bullies. Kevin McHale does not use a wheelchair in real life, and I mm. read that they had to refilm a bunch of scenes because he would just tap his foot like, during, like, the musical scenes, and they'd be oh. like, sir, like, your character is paralyzed. <laughs> That's not how this works. Right. Um. So, yeah. Which I also think Glee did come under some scrutiny for, like, not just hiring an actor that uses a wheelchair for that role. Because um, I remember there was, um, like, in the Glee project, there was a contestant that use a wheelchair and she got pretty far she didn't win but she got pretty far and i've actually seen her in like other stuff since um yes in um, I, only I murders watched, in the building yes yeah she's one of the fans yeah, I, I recognized yeah. her I was like, yeah oh. so i was like <laughs> good for, i don't remember her name Glee but i was like project. good for you like you like the Glee yeah, project like boosted still, a lot of people she's still acting yeah yeah um oh then we have tina cohen chang played by jenna ushkwitz and she is dating Artie at this point, or are they not dating it? Dating. JK, I just spelled it, but that's fine. <laughs> that's not a big spoiler. Um, but yeah, she's friends okay. with Artie, um, and she has a stutter, right? In this episode? Yes. Kind of? Yeah, they do, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot she had a stutter in the beginning. I... We can get into that, but... Ugh, ugh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, she yeah, that's her. That is her character. She's pretty quiet. She's a stutter. She likes to sing. 
I mean, they all like to sing. That's the whole point of the show. Um, uh, and then we have Mercedes Jones. We have Amber Riley, who has a v- very, very good voice. And she, you know, she thinks she deserves to be in the spotlight. Like, which, rightly so. Um, I thought it was interesting because they, like, make reference to, like, because they already, ha- oh, I guess we'll get into it. But, like, she's very much like, why am I not the lead singer of this Glee Club? And she is right to question right. that. <laughs> um, I think that's everyone. That's a lot of characters. There's more characters that we didn't even meet this episode or didn't really get into. Yeah. There's so many characters in Glee. And they just keep adding new ones. Yeah. Like, throughout the out. seasons. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's so many guest stars also. Like, a lot of famous people yeah, guest star. Yeah, really famous people did guest star. Um, and I did read that they mentioned, like, they'll mention actors as, like, actors, like, I, I, I think they, like, mentioned, like, Gwyneth Paltrow as, like, Gwyneth, like, they mentioned, like, the name Gwyneth Paltrow as the actual person in the show, and then, like, later Gwyneth Paltrow, like, guest stars as, like, a, a, a made-up character, so then it's, like, right? they do that a lot. I think they did that with her and, like, Britney Spears, or did Britney Spears play herself? She played herself. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So she did play herself um, now, but there were, like, other ones that they didn't. But, yeah, Dina Manzel also is in it, and Kristen Chenoweth. Um, yeah, and then we, I mean, we can also mention uh, Nai Rivera plays Santana. I didn't write down her last name. What is Santana? Santana Lopez. Um, uh, she's in this show, but she's not, or she's in this episode, but she's not named, I don't think. Right. Uh-huh. Um, she's friends. Yeah, she with, she appears. Yeah, she's friends with Quinn, but also, sadly, another actor that passed away from Glee, um, tragically. Yeah, last Naya year? Rivera. Last year? This year? <laughs> Pretty recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In an accident. Yeah. So rest in peace to Naya Rivera. All right. Um, the. The episode opens with the Cheerios performing on the football field. Mr. Schuster arrives at school and sees the jocks bullying Kurt. Kurt lets Puck and Finn throw him in the dumpster after he takes off his Marc Jacobs jacket. Rachel sees Sandy, the Glee Club teacher, caressing a student. Sandy gets fired, prompting Mr. Shu to take over the Glee Club. Principal Figgins only agrees if Mr. Shu can pay $60 a month to keep it running. Yeah, this I feel like I haven't watched the pilot in so long that it feels like a, almost like a different show in the beginning. Things change a lot, but I, I actually remember this episode very clearly. Oh. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember all of this, even though I think I've only seen it one time, like, when it premiered, but... Ugly. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that it opens on the Cheerios performing. Um, and then the first time we see Puck and Finn, they're throwing Kurt in the dumpster. But Kurt's like, okay, okay, you can do it. Just like, don't get my jacket dirty. Please hold my jacket. Because <laughs> it's the new Mark Jacobs. Um, yeah, I guess it's like a routine. They yeah. throw him in the dumpster a lot. I feel like, I was thinking about this. Like, Glee... Because I feel like Glee is almost a parody 
of like what high school is in a way like because you said like you said they amplify the stereotypes like so much and like the bully stereotype is just like every cliche in the book kind of and it's like because we've I guess we've seen like you know like bullies in like other shows we've watched but this is just like so like also the slushy thing which we'll get into but it's just so like extra that it's like this is not if this was a real school like the administration is failing so badly Hmm. you know (laughs) i know yeah i feel like they do it in a in a way that's, like, not so serious. So I guess, like, you know right. it's not supposed to be real life. Yeah. That's how I always read it. Like, it, it's, like, it, it's like supposed to be dr- dramatized. So watching it, you're not like, oh, this is what... Like, I, I just, like, imagine someone from, like, not... Like, someone from outside of America watching this and being like, wow, like, American high schools, like, are, like, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, Ryan Murphy made this show, right? And he also did uh, Scream Queens. Right. Which also has that kind of, like, over-the-top, like, dramatized feeling. But I feel like Scream Queens did it a, a bit better. A hundred percent. I love Scream Queens. That, yeah. It was, like, because it was, like, campy and, like, you know it was supposed to be ridiculous. Like, Glee is almost borderline... It's, like, on the line of, like, oh, we're extra and, like, trying to be ridiculous. And the other half is, like, we're trying to be sincere and genuine. And you're, like, you're not sure, like, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, And we can also mention that this is our second Ryan Murphy show. Because we did Popular um, a few months ago, probably now. Um, But, yeah, so this is his second show. So he was quite more successful with this one. Yeah, he kept trying. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, for him. And, yeah, and now, like, he has a whole conglomerate of shows that continue on and will never end, mm-hmm. I'm convinced. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and I completely forgot that this, this is how Mr. Shu got the Glee Club. Look, Sandy as a character, I completely wiped from my memory. Um, and so were the kids that auditioned for the glee club are they in the glee club under sandy then like mr shu makes them re-audition is that the implication um i think rachel was in the glee club i'm not sure about the other students okay but yeah it's it's odd that more students from the glee club didn't want to join right right well maybe they were scared off because sandy was like fired for basically sexually harassing a student so i don't know uh-huh i know that was so odd <laughs> like, like he like touches the, the student's stomach yeah and then like, Rachel so sees weird it. yeah but mm-hmm. i like i agree like a student our teacher should not be touching a student anyway so yeah he probably should have been fired i agree with that um but i find it very funny that that's the reason that he's fired just because Mr. Shu does so much worse later on and he's never fired. 
Like, yeah, I guess because no one calls him out on it. Yeah, I guess because, like, <sighs> Rachel, like, you know, like, turned him in. But none of the students in the Glee Club ever complain, I guess, about Mr. Shu to, the, like, the principal. So he's never fired. It's just, like, kind of crazy that uh. they... Because, like, I feel like later they start to treat Mr. Shu as, like, a student almost to where, like, he performs with them and stuff. So then it, like, gets, like, the lines get a little bit fuzzy of, like, is this appropriate? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the principal really doesn't care, it seems. You know? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, I don't want trouble, like whatever. And then he and then he asks Mr. Shu to pay for the glee club <laughs> instead of him paying Mr. Shu to run it. Yeah. Like, oh, and then thanks. yeah, there's like some like shady like payroll practices going on at this school. <laughs> But Mr. Shu's so passionate about his students that he's willing to pay out of pocket for this. Rue. Which we all know he's just trying to live vicariously through them. But. Yeah. And on- honestly, it surprises me that it only costs $60 a month to run. Yeah, it's how like, much oh, is that? Yeah, they go on actually, a field trip at the end of this episode. That's not that bad. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, $60? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because normally, with, I feel like with Glee Club and, like, these those kind of activities, like, normally students have to pay, right? Like, for costumes and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mercedes, Kurt, Tina, Rachel, and Artie audition for the new Glee Club. Rachel signs her name with a gold star because she thinks she is a star. But right after, she gets slushied by Puck. Rachel explains she was the one who got Sandy fired since he didn't give her the starring role in the musical. She has two gay dads that spoiled her in the arts, and her dream is to perform. She posts videos on MySpace, and Quinn and the Cheerios make fun of her. This was... (laughs) This was such a funny scene. I don't know. Like, all of the um, kids performing, like, their own songs. Uh, It's, like, so funny to see which songs they like picked to sing well kurt sings like mr cellophane which is like a song about like how no one sees him and he's invisible (laughs) which i guess is how he feels in in school and then mercedes sings respect by aretha franklin yeah which you know asking for respect tina sings i kissed a girl by Katy perry um that's interesting that's an interesting choice yeah Rachel on my own from Les Mis yeah and what does Artie sing oh we don't see Artie audition oh we don't see Artie audition but it's like implied I think that he auditions we don't I remember oh, not okay. we didn't see that um wasn't Liam Michelle in Les Mis like on Broadway um, maybe, maybe as a kid. I think she was in it as a kid, which is why I thought that was interesting. And I think she, Leah Michelle, actually sang, I don't know if it was this song, but she did sing a Les Mis song to audition for Glee, I think. Oh, okay. I think So I maybe she, that. like, yeah. she was, like, inserting herself into the character. She's like, <laughs> let's have Rachel sing this. I, it's hard for me to uh, separate Leah Michelle and Rachel in my head. As, like, separate things, but I'm sure they're different, but, uh... Yeah, mm, 
parts are I don't pro- know parts are probably different. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this is the uh, introduction of the slushy, which becomes its own character in the show. Right. In my opinion, <laughs> it's like iconic. <laughs> yeah, because I remember in the Glee project, part of the cha- one of the challenges or a couple of the challenges were, you know, I think how the Glee project worked was like they had a couple challenges, and then like at the end of that, each episode, someone would get eliminated. But every week, they all had to perform like a music video. Um, and I remember one week it was like the slushy week, and so you had to sing while getting slushied and because this this scene she's not singing but in the future there are like music videos where the glee members get slushied um and i remember them saying like it's really hard because like one the shock of getting hit with something while you're singing and also the shock of getting hit with like something that's very very cold and that i was like oh that's interesting so yeah we this is the first slushied which is like I do give them points on being creative because I do think if a school was run by football players that threw slushies at other kids, there would be other issues. Go like that that would have been stopped at some point, I'd imagine. Yes. Like the bullies need to have a lot of like foresight to go buy slushies and like just hold them and like wait for the opportune moment to throw them at someone there (laughs) must be like a 7-eleven like around the corner or something yeah so (laughs) like where are they getting these slushies from (laughs) but yeah it's very rachel to literally she literally carries around like i assume like a packet of gold star stickers and puts them next to her name whenever she writes her name yeah, that is like insane. on every homework assignment or like every <laughs> every I, time she writes her name. I like, guess what? so. Like, girl, learn how to draw one at least. Yeah, and and then we find out she got Sandy fired not because she thought it was wrong, but because he didn't give her the starring role in the musical. She's like, I deserve to be the star. And then oh my gosh, she gets him fired. That's like, cause did your school have a Glee club? Your high school think so or or maybe it wasn't called glee club it might have been called something else yeah we ours wasn't called glee club but we had a performing show or it's called show choir we had like a, we had like a show choir um but called uh called nightshine um that's the name of it but i remember there was always like a lot of drama amongst the drama kids um because like the guy like the teacher that led glee club or like show choir whatever also like was head of the musicals and so he would always cast like like the show choir kids as the leads and so if you auditioned and you weren't in like show choir it was like harder to get leads um oh that sucks yeah i mean i wasn't involved in that this is the rumors i heard so i think it's interesting that rachel did not get the lead and she you know think she's owed it for some reason yeah maybe the teacher just didn't like her (laughs) i mean honestly fair to you know (laughs) oh man because like i feel like also in that kind of stuff like attitude and behavior is also a thing so even if like rachel was the best performer for the role if she had like a sucky attitude i think it's this is high school like i think it's fair for a teacher to be like that's part of it you know like 
in the real world, if you like, you're terrible to work with, people aren't going to hire you, you know? So. Right. Maybe that was it. Who knows? Yeah. And the mention of MySpace is funny. Yes. I know. I guess Facebook I had at fa- this time. I had Facebook at this time as well. I guess MySpace was maybe like dying out. Yeah, I yeah. remember this was like the year that was like very cuspy, like MySpace, Facebook. Because I remember we had our friend Kelsey had a MySpace. And mm. she was the only yeah. person I knew that had a MySpace. And everyone else I knew had a Facebook. So I feel like considering this was probably like written and filmed like earlier, MySpace was still the main social media. And then obviously by the time it premiered, I feel like Facebook was a little bit more dominant. Yeah. And this is like another stereotype where the cheerleaders are just making fun of, you know, the the loser in school or whatever. Yeah. They're like cyberbullying her. Were they? Did they comment on her? Yeah, they did. They commented yeah, on there her was videos. a lot of comments. Yeah. yeah, that's like you know, it's like kicking someone. Like it's like it's like punching down. You know, like you're you're already the top of like the school. Like you don't need to punch down at the theater kids. Like, like I, eh. I don't know. I do think Quinn. So Quinn, you know, is like her and i think is it her santana and britney in the i don't know if it was britney it's probably just her and santana i think um in that scene but i do think quinn has a pretty good like character arc throughout the show like she is pretty redeemed right she gets a lot yeah she gets a lot better and so does santana like santana's like really mean in the beginning (laughs) at the glee club's first rehearsal Rachel storms out because they suck. Mr. Shu finds her sitting on the bleachers and tells her she's the best in the Glee Club. She says everyone hates her, and Mr. Shu asks if she thinks joining the Glee Club will change that. Rachel says she wants to be great and won't settle for the Glee Club. Mr. Shu is, like, so, like... (laughs) Like, she's like... Everyone hates me at school, and he's like... The Glee Club? Do you think the Glee Club is really going to change that, Rachel? <laughs> like, everyone hates the Glee Club. And she's no, like... not being very encouraging. <laughs> like, she's... I guess she's saying, like, it's worth it to be hated as long as I'm great. But right now, I'm hated and I suck. And I can't be both. <laughs> right. Honestly, <laughs> relatable. Yeah, which, like, there's a point. Like, there, she has a point to that, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they were pretty bad, but it was their first rehearsal, so, you know, there's room for improvement. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you can't expect them to be great on the first try. Like, basically, everyone on Glee has a good voice. Yeah. Like, they are all really good singers, so. Yeah, Mr. Shu visits his wife, Terry, at her job at Sheets and Things. He runs into Sandy and learns he's glad to be gone from his teaching job. He is now making double as a weed dealer and gives Mr. Shu a sample. Mr. Shu meets with Sue to discuss the Cheerios joining the Glee Club. Sue tells him the Cheerios are at the top of the social hierarchy and the Glee Club is sub-basement. Man. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. (laughs) Like, Like, Sandy... He he got weed from his doctor? Yeah. Or something like medical medical marijuana. marijuana. And then now he's like dealing it (laughs) as his job. 
Yeah, because he says he got a medical marijuana card and he literally can just get as much as he wants from his doctor's prescription. And so he just is dealing it. Um, and then he's like, here's a free sample, Mr. Shu. Uh, you know, we could get, you could get in on this with me. <laughs> yeah. And like Mr. Shu asks Sue if like some of the Cheerios can join Glee Club. And it's actually weird, I think. Like, oh, like why he went to I feel her? Like, yeah. I feel like it. it's like really hard to do like multiple like after school activities. Yeah. Like, like they're already doing cheerleading. They're not going to have time to be in the Glee Club. Like I'm sure there's a lot of other students that could join. Yeah. Like I think Mr. Shu's intention here is he says like the like people in Cheerios like already like performing. So if they like performing for cheerleading, maybe they'd also like performing in the Glee Club. Which, like, the Cheerios don't sing, so I don't know why he thinks any of them can sing, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, doing multiple after-school activities is nearly impossible, I think. I've never, I never did multiple. Like, yeah, people usually didn't do, like, multiple, like, performing activities, you know? Because a lot of times the practices would conflict. Mr. Shu, think things through, please. Although we yeah, know throughout the I'm show, like, okay. he does not learn to think things through ever. So No. Emma gets gum on her shoe, and Mr. Shu helps her clean it off. She tells him he needs popular kids to join the Glee Club to get it going. He goes to the football coach, Ken, to see if anyone wants to join, and Ken agrees if Mr. Shu will put in a good word with Emma for him. Puck volunteers, but instead of singing, farts on Mr. Shu. Mr. Shu puts up a sign-up sheet in the locker room anyway. I mean, Emma has a point in saying, like, once you get popular kids on board, then it'll, like, become a real thing. That's real. I, I mean, obviously, this is, like, very stereotypical, stereotypical as well. Like, the popular kids are the cheerleaders and the football players, which, like, isn't right. really true in, like regular schools like yeah the football play i think the football players and the cheerleaders are popular in like most schools in general but there are other like kids that like are popular that aren't in those you know right so i feel yeah. like there were different like cliques or like groups and then like certain people would be popular in right each group you know right I would say, like, I it, at least in my experience, I think the athletes tend to be more popular. But there are also, like, athletes that aren't as popular. Like, I, like, just, like, thinking of, like, the, you know, there's, like, what, 20 people on, like, a basketball team? I don't know. But, like, a few of those guys were in the popular group. But then a majority of them were just, like, regular people at the school. You know? Like. Right. So it's, yeah. like, the, pop the popular clique is, like, made up of people across the school, not just the football players. Like, I don't know. That's, like, very unrealistic. Um, but, yeah. This, as we know, the School of Glee. McKinley High School is um, very, oh, very into their stereotypes. Yeah. And then, and then it's, like, so obvious that Ken likes Emma. Yeah. But Emma likes Mr. Shu. Yeah. And then... And Mr. Shu likes like, Emma, even though he's married. I know. They're setting that up very early. Like, um, yeah, that's messed up. Like, 
Yeah, mm. and Ken even calls him on it later. He's like, you're saving Emma for yourself. And he's like, dude, I'm married. And it's like, mm, but are you? Like, mm. in your heart, Mr. Shu, are you yeah. married? <laughs> Emotional cheating. Yeah, oh gosh. Yes, yes. That is Mr. Shu's middle name. True. <laughs> William Emotional <laughs> Cheating Schuster. <laughs> Yeah, but it's also, like, gross that, like, Ken is, like, put a good word in for Emma. Like, you're all co-workers. Like, yes, sometimes co-workers date and that's fine. But once, like, there's a line. Like, if you have interest in a co-worker and you express that and that other person says, no, thank you, you have to go back to being normal co-workers. Like, if you continue that, like, pattern, it becomes sexual harassment. So. Right. HR, where you at? I know. Thing. He could get fired too. In my opinion, All the teachers. He, he should be fired, but you know. But yeah, Mr. Shane's determined to get a football player in his glee club, which I'm like, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> when Mr. Shu goes to check the sign up sheet, he hears Finn singing in the locker room shower and plants weed in his bag. He calls him to his office to discipline him and gives him the option of detention or joining the glee club. Finn was raised by a single mom after his dad died in Iraq. Finn agrees to join Glee Club and sings opposite to Rachel. Yeah. So, Mr. Shu already doing bad things. That's so... I actually like, also just also watched another show where a teacher plants drugs on a student. So, I'm like, this is like... A, yeah, I was like, this happens? Okay. Um, but yeah, he's already shady in the first episode. Yeah, I mean, I guess good thing that, like, Sandy gave him that weed sample. Yeah. Because <laughs> he could conveniently place it in uh, Finn's bag. Also, like, is that what he did? Like, because, like, Mr. Shu calls him in is like, we found this. But it's like, why would Mr. Shu be the one to find that? Like, wouldn't Ken find it? Like, why, is, why would Mr. Shu find weed in, like, Finn's bag or his locker or wherever he found it, you know? Yeah. He says that they do, like, bag searches, but I don't know if he was making it up. That sounds fake. <laughs> but I yeah. guess maybe, is it because, because Mr. Shu also agrees to do, like, after-school detention? Is that why he's the one disciplining him? Because he's the detention teacher? Oh. I don't, I don't know. It's unclear. Yeah. But it's convenient. That he's the one who finds it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, force him to join the Glee Club. And then it was, like, so sad. Because we see the scene, like, with his mom. Yeah. And he's, like, he's, like, he vowed to, like, make her life easier or something. So he, like, doesn't want to disappoint her. And he's, like, please don't call my mom. It's, like, sad. Yeah. And, yeah, he was raised by a single mom. And then... Like, it was interesting because they say his dad died in Iraq when he was, like, six or something or eight or whatever. Um, and then they, like, show that there's, like, framed pictures of George W. Bush on, like, on his, on the wall of his house, I assume. I was like, what is this? Yeah. That was, like, weird. Um, and then, like, we learned that, like, her mom or his mom starts dating a fertilizer guy. I wasn't sure what he was. Like, does he fertilize lawns or something? Oh, so, yeah. He, like, yeah, he, yeah. 
Okay. For Delisa's Blondes. Yeah, and then, like, he, that guy introduced him to, like, music, basically. And that's when he started singing. Um, and then, like, he cheated on his mom, and they broke up. And then his mom was devastated and threw a gallon of milk at him. So, um, you know, <laughs> sad. As but, she should. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But it, it is sweet that Finn is like, no, like, I just gotta be a good student. I gotta, like you know, make sure my mom, like, doesn't have to deal with anything, so. Fitz like, a good kid. He just, you know, his yeah. crowd is not quite as much of a good influence on him. And then he sings opposite Rachel, like, the G- Glee Club practice, and she's, like, very into him, and he's like, who is this? What is going on? Yikes. You know, Rachel over the top. Mr. Shu does a puzzle with Terry and asks her to, shamp- to chaperone the Glee Club field trip. She is upset with him for working so much for so little pay since they are living paycheck to paycheck. Mr. Shu says she needs to stop buying so much stuff from Pottery Barn. Terry tells him to stop trying to relive his glory days from high school. At school, Emma offers to chaperone the field trip. They're like doing a puzzle in her craft room or whatever. And she's like, isn't this so nice? We're, like, doing a puzzle. It's, like, challenging, but, like, fun. And Mr. Shoe's like, what are we doing? And then she's like, you spend so much time with your students and you don't get paid anything. We're living paycheck to paycheck. And he's like, why are we living paycheck to paycheck, Terry? What about this? And, like, opens her closet. And she's like, no, don't open my closet. And he's like, why do we need three toilet brushes from Pottery Barn? And it's, like, a very dramatic scene. (laughs) But, like, you can tell they, like, hate each other. Like, you know, like, they're married and they love each other, but, like, they don't really, like, they're just, like, putting up with each other at this point. Right. They're, like, fed up with each other. Yeah. Yeah. And they've been together since high school. So they've been together for, like, 15 years or something. So it's, like... Yeah, but he he says they've only been married for five. So, yeah. They got married, or they were dating a long time. Yeah, they dated for like 10 years-ish. Yeah, so they waited a while to get married. Which, like, I mean, he's like, what, he supposed to be like 30? Like, getting married at 25 is like pretty normal. That's true. Yeah, but then Emma jumps the chance to obviously spend time with Mr. Shu. I know. I'm like, Emma, stop it. Yeah, he's married. Uh. Yeah. Finn has to miss football practice on Saturday because of the Glee field trip. He tells Puck he has to miss because his mom had to get her prostate taken out. Ken invites Emma to a monster truck event, but she says she is not interested. Ken confronts Mr. Shu about taking Finn from the football team. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Finn is scared of telling his... um teammates that he's joining the glee club because he knows they'll make fun of him and then yeah he has to come up with an excuse so he just like his mom had surgery for her prostate (laughs) which it's like one they're really leaning into like football players are dumb and don't know that women don't have prostates but also he could have picked literally any other organ he could have been like she's getting her gallbladder out her kidney part of her liver but like he goes like the one like male organ that like doesn't apply to his mom that sounds good prostate (laughs) okay and then we learned that 
Ken has asked Emma out on multiple occasions and she's always made excuses. Like what she says that, oh, she's having like migraines or she's allergic to the nighttime or something like. Yeah. And so she's like finally tells him those weren't excuses. Those those weren't real. Those were just excuses. I don't want to date you. And then he, like, licks his hand and touches her car door so she can't open it. And I was like, Ken, like, you've been turned down multiple times. Take a hint, dude. Not even a hint. Just, like, take what you're, what is being told yeah. to you. And then, but she, like, gives another excuse. She says, like, I don't want to date you because I already like someone else. Yes, but that's real. That's true. I don't, I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, just say you don't want to date him, <laughs> you know? like That's true. Yeah. Like, in general. Like, she doesn't need a reason not to want to date him. But also, at least this one is, like, true. She does like someone else. Yeah. And, of course, Ken knows who it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. Shu. Yikes. And then Ken's like, Mr. Shu, why did you take Finn from the football team? And it's like, I mean, he's obviously mad because, like, Emma turned him down. But what, like, he you, you let him come in and, like, offer the Glee Club to them, so... Why are you surprised that someone took up the offer? I guess he would think that no one would. On the Glee Club field trip, Rachel tells Finn he's really talented and everyone will expect them to be an item. Finn is dating Quinn, a cheerleader and head of the celibacy club. Mr. Shu and Emma split a PB&J and talk about his marital issues. They watch Vocal Adrenaline perform and everyone is shocked at how good they are. Yeah, Rachel's immediately trying to, like, jump on Finn, and he's like, girl, I have a girlfriend, stop, what's going on? But I also, I feel like it probably is pretty well known that Quinn and Finn are dating, just because... Yeah, if they're both popular. Yeah, or, like, like you would People see would them, gossip, yeah. Yeah, like, see them holding hands or something at school, so I was like, Rachel, do you just, like, not pay attention, like, what's going on? <laughs> Or she's so, like, self-centered that she's like, oh, we'll be leading leading woman and leading man of the Glee Club. We must date. Which, I guess she's not wrong, but, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's just... She has a lot of ideas. Yeah. And then Mr. Shu tells Emma about his marriage problems. And then... Like, Emma's like, oh, yeah, like, tell me more. <laughs> I'm like, girl, <laughs> yeah, trying to be a homewrecker. <laughs> yeah, like, he's like, he's like, oh, you don't want to hear about that. She's like, no, I do. Please tell me. And then she's like, be- uh, uh, I mean, I'm not happy you have marital problems, but I'm a guidance counselor. People like to talk to me, so it's fine. <laughs> like, she tries to, like, backtrack it a okay. little bit. But, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's like, yay, your marriage is failing. I can slide in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, inappropriate. And we see their competition, Vocal Adrenaline, who, like, their Glee Club is, like, so much better and bigger, and they have choreography <laughs> and everything. Yeah, and Mr. Shu says, like, oh, like, we're just going to go check out the competition. Like, don't worry. We're much more talented than them. And I'm like, why wouldn't you actually research it before telling all of your students that they're going to be better than them? You know, like, cause he probably could have looked up past performances on YouTube or something and then like actually seen how they perform. Cause like she, he tells them that, Oh, we're better than them. And they go in and they're like amazing. And then they're all like, Oh, we're, we're screwed for our, uh, like for our like 
future competition and stuff. So it's like sad. Yeah, must be a little bit disheartening. Yeah. Back at school, the football team shoots Finn with paintballs for joining Glee Club. Terry is pregnant and Mr. Shu decides to quit teaching to become an accountant and make more money. Emma says she wants to meet with him before he leaves. Rachel confronts Finn about why he quit Glee Club. Yeah, there's a lot of bullying that goes on in this school. <laughs> they even bully another football player. Yeah, amongst each Just other. Like- in in uh, Puck makes it sound like we had no choice, Finn. You broke the rules and we have to shoot you with paintballs. Like, What are the rules? Yeah, what <laughs> rules did he break? I guess no singing? I don't know. This was very, like, high school musical. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> athletes can't be singers. You gotta choose a side. And then uh, Terry and Mr. Shu have been trying to have a baby for a long time. So Terry's finally pregnant, and I guess Mr. Shu's like, oh, I guess I need to make more money now. Gotta become an accountant. Yeah, wh- it's unclear. Was he trained as an accountant? Like, is that what he went to school for? Yeah, I think oh, okay, so. Okay. I was like, can you yeah. just like, become an accountant? Uh, and then, yeah, I wonder, maybe he minored in Spanish? Like, why is he the Spanish teacher? I feel like the implication of that is like, oh, he wanted to teach. And so they were like, well, we have an opening in Spanish. How much do you know? And he's like, I guess I took it in college. So I guess I could teach that. Obviously, Spanish is not his passion. Right. Because. He never talks about it. Right. I think they just picked a subject to make it, like, obvious that he didn't wouldn't choose to teach Spanish. Like, he really wants to teach, like, Glee. Yeah, and Rachel's like, Finn, how can you quit Glee Club? We were so amazing together. And he's like, um, yeah. I only did it because Mr. Shu blackmailed me. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like, is that even a thing anymore? Mr. Shu quit. <laughs> and it's like, fair point. Um, and then Quinn sees her talking to him. And she's like, Finn, what are you doing talking to... Doesn't, like, Santana call her RuPaul in this scene? Oh, yeah. So why are you talking to RuPaul? <laughs> and I'm... I'm, I'm not sure... Sh- yeah, I'm not sure why that is an insult. Like, I don't know what the implication of that... Like, that she... Is that... I guess maybe it's, like, supposed to be, like, oh, you look like a, a, a man? Like, a drag queen joke? I don't know. Oh... Oh, like you look like you're in yeah, drag? like you look like you're a man. Yeah. Oh, I, I see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, oh, does RuPaul? Because I was like, RuPaul doesn't sing, does he? I don't know. But like RuPaul is like a performer, right? Like that that would be like a compliment. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a good performer, like RuPaul. I guess I don't know, but I think the joke is like a really like like mm. like that joke did not age well because like that's just really offensive. Yeah. I mean, so much, yeah, so many things in Glee are, like, very offensive. Yeah, (laughs) I also think uh, Principal Figgins refers to Artie as a cripple at, like, one point. yeah. I forget what the context was, but he's like, oh, yeah, you and your Glee Club, one of of them's a cripple. And I'm like, what? Like, excuse me? Yeah, you can't say that. Like, (laughs) what? And, like, think, like, the joke is supposed to be, like, look how ridiculous this is. Like, obviously you can't say that, but it's, like, not nuanced enough to, like, be, you know, like, to be okay, you know? Yeah, and the RuPaul joke is just, like, yeah, that's just, like, no, you definitely can't say that. Yeah. (sighs) 2009 was a wild time, though. Like, 
Glee is proof that they could get away with a lot of stuff back then. Artie in a porta potty and tells Finn to flip it first. Finn lets Artie out and tells Puck he is staying in Glee Club. He leaves with Artie and they go to Glee Club rehearsal. Rachel is yelling at everyone and no one wants to listen to her. Finn takes charge and delegates tasks to make it work. Basically, Rachel just nominates herself as the, like... Yeah, she's like, I'm the leader. The leader of Glee Club, and everyone's like, who died and made you queen? No one wants to listen to you, Rachel. Like, what the heck? Do we credit Glee for, like, having a disabled character at all? You know? Like, we haven't seen a disabled character so far, right? (laughs) Glee gets a lot of things wrong, but they are also kind of were the first ones to to do a lot of things. Yeah. So maybe they can get a little bit of a break, you know? No, I like Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they did push a lot of boundaries and they did have a lot of representation. Like not I mean the main characters are mostly white in this episode, but like as the seasons go on, I feel like they do have a lot of representation when it comes to um like race as well as like sexual um identity and gender identity they do have a lot of different characters when it comes to that as the seasons go on so like right and Mm -hmm. like for me this was like probably the first show where i saw like out gay characters i mean i was also like 12 so i hadn't watched like much yet but yeah a lot of shows like even at that time i think had gay characters as main characters yeah so yeah i mean like yeah because like will and grace was a thing but like we were too young to watch that so right we wouldn't have watched that and i'm just i don't even know what other shows like before this but like for our i think for like for our like age group like this was one of the first ones that was like targeted at our age group that had um that like representation so especially for like teenagers like you know kurt is in high school that's true that's true um because will and grace are adults yeah i remember yeah i think also modern family was one of the first times i saw um like gay characters on screen that's true um, which also came out in 2009 okay um so yeah i guess at that time people were starting to you know, get a bit more comfortable with showing more diversity on screen. But then, like, I think, because I, I do think Glee did have that going for it, but then I they always, like, went a little bit too far, you know? Like, they would have, like, okay, we have the representation, and then they would, like, go in the next step, and then it goes into, like, offensive, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, like, where it's, mm-hmm. like, the character, like, it's, like, to- like, they, like, go into, like, tokenism sometimes and like the cliches and it's like oh we have someone that is x whatever like this like like representation but then it gets into like a caricature territory and stuff like that where Mm -hmm. um you know they tried and you know i think yeah they yeah they tried (laughs) yeah i think you know a lot of the show is over the top so then like, they made some of the wrong things over the top. Yeah. You know, they couldn't discern what was right and what was wrong. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, 2009. It was kind of a different time right. than now. 
Yeah. So, yeah, there is a lot to, you know, they did break some boundaries, like, in a good way. Um, and then they also did that in a bad, some bad ways. So, you know, give and take when it comes to Clay, but... But yeah, Finn, Finn stands up to the bullies and is like, no, Artie's my friend and we're going to rehearsal. And then they, yeah. they go and they are trying to figure out how to do it without Mr. Shu. And then he, he also has another high school musical scene where he's like, I can do both. Yeah. I can be in football and in Glee Club. Oh, <laughs> wow. Emma shows Mr. Shu a video of him performing at the 1993 Glee Nationals to inspire him. He says he needs to provide for his family. But then he hears the Glee Club singing Don't Stop Believing on his way out. Sue, Quinn, Santana, and Puck also see them perform. Mr. Shu applauds their performance and tells them they can do better. He decides to stay. Yeah. Emma's like, follow your passions. (laughs) Also, don't leave. I'm in love with you. Don't leave. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, like, who are you to say this? You know? (laughs) I mean, like, out of context, the advice stands, I think. But in the context of this, it's kind of like, well, he does have a baby on the way, hypothetically. And, you know, like, yeah, who are you? You're not the one raising his child. So who are you to say, like, what the best choice is? Um, But, of course, Don't Stop Believing has to inspire him to come back. Yes. I know this song, Don't Stop Believing, it became, like, so big. Because of Glee. I mean, like, it was big in the 80s or whatever, and then it got this huge revival. Is, like, did Glee it would play all the time. I'm pretty sure. Because oh, I, I definitely, like, know the song outside of Glee, obviously, but I also do know that, like, that is, like, and, like when you think of Glee, I feel like that's the first song you think of. Yeah. They they performed it multiple times, too. Yeah, in the, in the show. Yeah, like, throughout yeah. the series, Yeah. Yeah, I also like low-key like got chills like when they were performing "Don't Stop Believing." Just be- oh. like, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it, it was like bringing me back to like middle school watching Glee, like being very excited. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like whoa. And then I also because it's like sad like watching like Cory Monteith perform and you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Oh like," and also like as much as like I don't like Leah Michelle, like Cory Monteith and Leah Michelle were like engaged at the time when he passed, so it was like. Also, that's, like, very sad to see them, like, performing together when it's, like, Mm. very tragic and stuff. So I was, like, getting all, like, in my feels for that, like, last performance of the episode. Uh. Wow. Glee, what are you doing? Like, it's, like, whiplash. (laughs) Like, you go from, like, an offensive RuPaul joke to, like, me being, like, oh, my God. Like. (laughs) Yeah. I think, yeah, the performances were the best part of Glee. 100%. You know? So... Yeah, it was it was nice seeing them perform. I'm like, oh. And this episode didn't have too many performances because it's like it's like setting up like the characters and stuff. So it was like, and also Glee Club hadn't like been formed yet. So like obviously there's less performances. Yeah. But I do like when it gets into like the regular s- episodes where they just like burst into song randomly and they're like walking through the school hall singing. That's like always fun. <laughs> yeah, and there's like a lot of songs like per episode. Yeah, like a lot of singing goes on. I remember it was, like, always exciting to see, like, what songs they were going to sing. Like, you mm. know, like, the next week. And, like, ooh, like, you, you get, like, the preview. And you're, like, oh, my God, what's next? And also the thing that we're missing in this is the whole, like, that's what you missed on Glee thing from the beginning of every episode. Because, like, there's nothing to miss because it's a pilot. But that was always, like, iconic. Because it would be, like, 
Finn did this and Richard did this and Mr. Shooter did this and blah 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 and that's you missed on Glee and then it would like go into the episode and it's like yeah yeah that's the end of the episode he stays surprise surprise yeah <laughs> it's like he just leaves and then there's a new teacher next episode I do feel that the like this is the first teen drama where like a teacher is the main character because I feel like they made Mr. Shu to be the main character, at least in this episode. Right. He he gets a lot of screen time. And we know a lot of his personal life. Yeah. Because we do get, like, Rachel's background and Finn's background. And that's it. And Mr. Shu's. Like, those are the only three that we kind of learn more about their families. Um, but... So, like, that's, like, obvious that, like, okay, Rachel and Finn are going to be the main characters kind of thing. Um, but, like, Mr. Shu is... And also, like, we get a lot more of the teachers. Like, the teacher dynamic and the teacher drama than we have in other teen dramas. Yeah, that's true. Have you ever watched, like... like People, like, make compilations on YouTube, and it's just, like, the most ridiculous Glee... I think there was also a TikTok trend at one point where it was just, like, the most, like, ridiculous Glee moments that you won't believe actually happened. And it just, like... It's so, it's so wild. Like, what storylines they decided to put in this, like, ridiculous show. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I feel like growing up, I didn't even realize they were so ridiculous. And then looking back, I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) That happened? (laughs) Oh, I think, like, the most ridiculous one is, like, I don't even know what the context of this scene is, but... Mr. Mr. Shu tells the Glee Club, you're all minorities. You're in the Glee Club. Oh, like, I forget what the context yes. is, but it's like, yeah. that's like like a very, like, iconic yet problematic line. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably like, oh, you guys are oppressed because you guys are in the Glee Club. Oh, my gosh. And Sue marries herself Something in one like episode. That. That's, that's pretty wild. Oh. Okay, Sue. <laughs> uh, I don't even know when the Warblers join, but, like, their Teenage Dream performance is really good. Yeah, the Warblers were good. With um Darren Chris um, and Grant Gustin. Yeah. I remember Grant Gustin. He was supposed to be, like, the mean the mean one. Yeah, Sebastian. He was, like, so cute. <laughs> I love Grant Gustin. I was like, oh. <laughs> Let's, like, get into, like... Well, we can get into, like, who's endgame and, like, spoiler territory, but yes. in this episode, Terry says she's pregnant. Is she actually right. pregnant? Um, In the beginning, she thinks she's pregnant. Okay. But, like, she actually does think she's pregnant, and then it turns out she's not pregnant, I think. Gotcha. Um, and then she lies about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, because I was, like, I knew, like, she lies about it, but I couldn't remember if she, like, lies from the beginning or not, but basically, like, yeah, that's, like, why That's a wild storyline. That's, like, the first, that's, like, literally first season, and she, like, literally has the fake pregnancy bellies that she puts on to, like, does she never take her shirt off in front of, like, Mr. Shu? Like, I don't understand how that works. I know. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. Like, she... I th- yeah, I think she thinks she's pregnant, and then she goes to the doctor, and then the doctor's like, oh, you're not pregnant. Mm. And she's like, what? It's like a false positive. Um, but she, yeah, but she doesn't want to tell Will because, like, like she thinks he'll break up with her, or, like, 
divorce her. I think. Yeah, I think. I think he. So beca- she lies about it. Yeah, he became like more like attentive to her after like she found he found out she was pregnant and stuff. So she didn't want that to stop. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's like. Ridiculous. And then of course like Quinn, well I mean like spoilers but, Quinn is pregnant, right in the first season and then like, Terry's gonna like. T- take Quinn's baby like that's her plan yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah like she's like okay Quinn like you like give the baby to me and then I'll pretend I gave birth to it and then like we'll just raise your baby like what what is this what is happening yeah <laughs> like, what oh my gosh but should we get into like actually who's endgame like who 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 ends up with who <laughs> I don't remember okay um let's see well I think I heard I heard that, like, Rachel and Finn were supposed to be Endgame. Mm. But, of course, like, Cory Monteith passed away. Yeah. So, she ends up with... Uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who shows up later. Oh. Uh, Wait, the guy that's in Vocal Adrenaline? That guy? <laughs> she, like, dates him for, like, a little bit. And then... Uh, the the Jonathan Groff character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she ends up with him. Oh, yeah, Jesse St. James. <laughs> Jesse St. James. Oh, yeah, and then there's the whole, like, I want... And then, like, Finn and him... Or, like, Finn and Finn sings, like, I want to have Jesse's girl about Jesse St. James. Oh, yeah. Iconic. And then, yes. iconically, Damien from the Glee Project also sings that on the Glee Project, but he sings, I want to be Jesse's girl because he didn't know the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he wins the Glee project and he gets on Glee, so good for him. He plays Rory in like whatever season Rory's in, uh, the Irish guy. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes sense. Um. Yes. Um. Who else? Do Kurt, Kurt and Blaine? Do they end up together? Uh, like at the end of it? I don't know. Kurt and Blaine date. Who would Blaine's not even in this episode? Also, Kurt's not out yet in this episode. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, he like, has a whole coming out. Initially, Kurt has a crush on Finn, line. and Mercedes has a crush on Kurt. Right. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they get they get married in season six, episode eight. Okay, yes. It says they moved to New York, and in 2020, I guess that's when, like, the flash forward yeah i guess so scene happens um they're they are well-known actors who teach students in school um and they become parents with rachel as their surrogate okay it says that Brittany and santana get married and kurt and blaine get married at the same time like all four of them get married oh, in the same wedding they have a joint wedding yes that's interesting what I'm I, we i swear we watched this show at one point but Tina and Artie date, but Tina, do Tina and Mike Chang end up together? No, I remember they date and then they break up. Oh, wait, it says here that uh, Tina ends up with Artie at the end. Okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah, and then, and then Mercedes ends up opening for Beyonce. And, oh, yeah, I forget her and Sam date. And then it says, like, they, she, her and Sam oh, reconnect Sam. at the end. Uh, Cord Overstreet's character. I forgot about. I forgot about Sam. Trouty Mouth, isn't that what they call him? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, 
and then like his lips or something and then finally we never talked about like will mr shoe mr shoe and emma get married oh yeah gross (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) that is it would you ever rewatch glee I feel like that's too big of a commitment. I agree. I do like the songs, though. I would watch, like, the music videos on YouTube. Yeah, I feel like I would watch clips here and there, but, like, to commit yeah. to rewatching Glee sounds like a lot. Well, that's it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us a five stars on Apple Podcasts, and you can subscribe on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. You can follow us on Instagram at NotAnotherTeenDrama, and next week we'll be watching The Vampire Diaries. Thanks for listening. Bye.